Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in living the status quo life, who wants to hear from other ladies that are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. I'm your host, Lindsay Mayuga. Join me as I follow my curiosity around what living a successful life really means. Let's dive in. All right, guys. So today's episode, I've been thinking a lot about how I like to work and what lights me up. And one thing I've said for a long time is like, I'm a lone wolf, you know? And lately I've been feeling like I'm something else. So I'm going to read you the definition of what a lone wolf is. A person who prefers to work, act, and live alone. And what I actually think that I am is I'm a free agent. And this is, I always use professional athlete um, analogies. And then Jenny Khan of Industry Alliance, boyfriend David, says things to her like, you know, she's, she knows she's not a professional athlete though, right? It's like, David, I do. But the free agent analogy is a professional athlete who is free to negotiate a contract with any team. And I'm like, that's it, friends. I just, I love like not being a part of a clique. I love not being someone who is a part of like certain, it's like if if someone's having something, it's like, it's a no-brainer, Lindsay will be there. Like I like doing what I want to do. And a number of years ago, I had this word, for the year called agency. Like I want an agency over myself. And I think that, you know, it might be a spectrum. And when you're unhealthy with who you are and like your ability to, to like stand in who you are, you might be a lone wolf, but then as you get healthier, you turn into a free agent, someone who likes to pop in, someone who enjoys being in a collaborative environment and loves collaborating with friends and, you know, business colleagues and doing things with people, but also just really prefers to have agency over themselves. And that's why I think being an independent stylist, you know, continues to be more attractive to me because the healthier I get, the more I can work in community with other people, but then still have my, I say a lot that I like living in the city because I like having like I think the word's like anonymity. Like I like not bumping into people all the time. And I like just kind of being able to like insulate myself and create things and do things. And I think that the older I get and the more that I follow my own curiosity and I do the things that light me up that I want to do and I don't necessarily always need to know why, the more... I can appreciate that quality in myself and the more I can lean into it. And I think that that's something that, you know, I think we all want, right? Like the more life we live, um, you know, it's, it's like how we don't know how much time we have. So like, I guess for me, it's like, I want to make the things I want to make and I want to, you know, do, do what I want to do. And I think also like for some, for me being someone that like drank the Kool-Aid, like super hard wherever I worked, I think it's important to me to live my life in a way now that I feel like I'm choosing, um, to be where I'm at. I'm choosing 
to, uh, you know, make the things I make. I'm choosing to see the people I see. I'm choosing who I have close to me. And I don't know. I think that there's just something so empowering about having kind of this free agency mentality that I think it, 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 what one thing it's done for me is it's allowed me to care less what other people think about what I'm doing. And don't get me wrong. I still have moments where like someone's comment hurts my feelings because I sometimes think that if you live a more conventional life or you don't, you don't have like the kind of curiosities that I have. Sometimes I think you look at someone like myself and you're like, she's all over the place. But I think for me, learning that like I love making things and that like creating my salon, creating my podcast, creating my Oracle deck, creating my wise women's deck. And the cool thing is like, I launched it tonight. So I have a virtual assistant, Crystal, who's amazing. And this is completely out of the scope of what I brought Crystal on to do for me. I brought Crystal on because I had done almost 200 episodes of the podcast. And I was like, God, if I didn't have to write the you know, the verb verbiage about the episode. And I didn't have to make the graphics. Like I could just create and I would love that. And I said, you know, Lindsay, it's been a good run. You've done this yourself. And I, uh, you, you know, Crystal's got this virtual assistant business. Like, let's just see what happens. It has been amazing. It's allowed me to lean more into being a free agent. And Crystal has not fired me yet, which is frankly astonishing because like I said, I, um, she turned into a graphic designer. She turned into a shipping genius, uh, a web designer. I mean, the list goes on and on, but one thing for me, and I continue to have to, uh, protect myself in this way, something I've gotten a lot better at, but it's still something that comes up for me is that I have to almost like protect myself from certain types of personalities as I'm making things. Because I feel like when you're creating something and it's not a real thing yet, whether it's a business, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a a card deck, whether it's a book, whatever you're making, you know, a personal life, whatever the thing is, it's like very vulnerable and very raw. And I think it's important to decide like where you bring it when it's like, and it's like very much like creation stage. I found that for me, part of like stepping into being like, okay, I'm going to like own what I like to do is I am a little bit more guarded around sharing the things I'm making. I had great advice once it said like, make the things you want to make and then share them with people, but don't always tell people the thing you're going to make because it's like people sometimes view things through the lens of if they think they could do it. And if they don't think they could do it or they didn't care enough to figure it out, they're going to say like, what are you doing? Like, don't do that. Or that doesn't make sense. And so I guess like for me, one thing that I've gotten a lot better at is being very careful of who I share my my dreams with. And I think that kind of goes back to being like, okay, there's a way to like work collaboratively. And like, that's why I like being a free agent. I like being able to like hire niche people. I like being able to follow the things I want to do. I love collaborating. And I think that that's where 
the lone wolf gets it wrong because I think that it keeps you safe to keep yourself separate, but it also keeps you kind of stuck and it keeps you from having a, a spark about you and feeling like in community with people, which I think is something that we all need. And I know it's something that in the early stages of you know, having ended a partnership and having a lot in my personal life, I was like in protection mode. And that's like when you're just like surviving, right? And it doesn't allow for much creativity. It doesn't allow for much, um, you know, community necessarily. And that's okay. But I also am like grateful that I have like two to four people that like I can just tell whatever to. Um, and like when I was in my lone wolf phase, I didn't really trust people. And I feel like a lot of us have been given a lot of reasons not to trust people, but when you can shift into that free agency mentality, you can say like, no, I trust myself and I trust that I'm going to be able to, you know, honor myself in, in relationships and with people. And I'm going to be able to trust myself about around how things feel And so it allows you to feel much more confident going into, you know, situations where you're going to be opening yourself up. I think just for me, like, I don't think everyone's a free agent. I think a lot of people enjoy, I'll just think of a category for people that, I don't know. I I think there are people that, um, you know, want to be in community, like community focused people, people that, you know, don't want to kind of pop in and pop out because that's what I love to do. I love to be like in an inspired event or be with people. But then I like, I saw this like reel. It said, I am not the person I can stay till the end of the party. And I think that just knowing and honoring and trusting who you are. Um, and I, it's not like this is an Enneagram episode by making my own personality indicator up. But I just think as hairstylists, it would be a lot easier to honor your path if you knew who you were and then you could just stay in your lane, whatever lane that is, because I think that it's very attractive nowadays to look left and look right, see what everyone else is doing and not take into consideration who you are and who, like the life you want to live, you know, like you might be someone who prefers to be like in a team-based salon. You might want a coworker every day. Like I personally, as a free agent, like to have a coworker one day a week. That's it. It's plenty. It's a lot for me. It's like very fun. I get my connection. I'm like, oh, this was amazing. Like, I love you and I'll see you in a week. And I think that that's what it's about. It's like, if you're a lone wolf, which, and I made that up, what I said about the spectrum. It's possible that some people are just like interested in working alone and being alone. And that doesn't mean that they have anything wrong with them. Again, like I said, this isn't a personality indicator. I just made the whole thing up. But I find for myself that I was more like that until I got a little healthier and could trust. Okay, so I had to take a little little intermission because Bubbles was down here. She uh, chewed up a microphone cover and peed. So I've had a little bit of time more, a little more time to think about this episode. And I've come up with another personality type. So if you are the lone wolf turned free agent, 
you are also the crowdsourcer turned teamster. So this is my thought. If you're unhealthy, you're going to be leaning into crowdsourcing. What's everyone else doing? What are we making? Where do we work? What classes do we take? What is our website like? Oh, don't even get me started on email marketing. How are we all doing everything? What's the thing we're all doing? And then as you get healthier, you turn into Teamster. And a Teamster is someone who loves being on a team, loves sharing information, loves being in collaboration with people, but is very team-oriented. And I think that that, honestly, those nuances of like, you know, kind of like the Enneagram, when healthy, when unhealthy, I think that the qualities that are there are great when harnessed and honed and refined and you go to people because you want to collaborate or you want to be in a team with them, but not because you're looking for them to give you the answers. And so, I don't know, I guess I just see myself... I've been all of these players. I've been all of these characters. And in my life, you know, being 30, almost 36 now, it's like, okay, I'm like settling into like, I'm a free agent. I love to collaborate with people in like uh, situations and stuff like that. But I also just really enjoy beating to my own drum, doing my own thing, creating the things I want to create. And I'm okay with it. And I think that part of what is a rub for a lot of us is wishing we were someone else or appreciating something in someone else that maybe isn't who we are, right? Like I've said this before, but like sometimes when I see somebody living in the suburbs, having two kids, a white picket fence and a very traditional path, which I know from life itself. That is the outside. That doesn't mean these people don't have stuff that happens or everyone has a story. I get that. But there's something attractive sometimes to me about being like, looks nice over there. Yeah. I mean, I got new shutters and they're in the suburbs and like long weekend, they're headed to the community pool. Just looks like a very predictable, nice trajectory to be on. And then I look at my life and I'm like swimming in quote cards and creating things and making things and got a dog chewing my microphone. And I'm like, but this is who I am. And this is the path I'm meant to be on. I think it's okay to acknowledge that sometimes other people's paths seem simpler, seem more tidy, seem like they more effortlessly do the thing that you are struggling to do. And I leave you with, do not let Instagram fool you. For instance, today, it was a huge win. Crystal helped me get my wise words from Cool Women deck up. And it's now for sale. All proceeds going to charity. I'm very excited. I'm actually most proud of this project because I'm excited to have collaborated, like I said, as a free agent with all these amazing women that I admire. But to say that it was a... A breeze. I mean, Crystal's had to to be on the phone with Facebook and figure things out. And, you know, it's like, okay, they're up. Okay, now they're down. Okay, so it's just an error. What's happening? And um, just trust that anyone doing anything 
behind the scenes is working hard. And Gary Vaynerchuk says, there's no one who's had any level of success that hasn't worked their face off. So I leave you with that. I hope you have a wave making day and I hope you appreciate, but don't take it too seriously. My hairstylist personality indicator. Talk soon.